Temple Talks Malta. Episode 13, Temple Talks to Julian Samut, Chairman of the Alfred Mitzi Foundation. This podcast is produced and hosted by the Temple Magazine team. I'm Mark Mason. And I'm Susanna Hornby. And welcome back to another Temple Talks episode. And today we have Julian Samut with us. Hello, Julian. How are you? Hi, hello, Sulf. I'm well, thanks. I'm well. It's good to hear your voice. You've been extremely busy, uh, we understand, having just had yep. quite a long chat about it, actually. I know you want to talk about the foundation first and very much focus on social solidarity. Take us through the Alfred Mitzi Foundation and what it does. Well, the Alfred Mitzi Foundation was set up close to 20 years ago. And it's, if you like, we have guiding pillars, if you like, all mm. right? And these are, this is the environment, education, um, social solidarity, Social solidarity has always been at the forefront Mm -hmm. and we've always dedicated most of our funds to this area. Mm. All our funds come from Alfmitzi and Sons Limited. Alfmitzi and Sons Limited is an established company Mm -hmm. and over the years, you know, it's grown. There are are several companies within, under this umbrella. Mm. And what's what's happening is that, you know, all these companies were helping people socially in various ways, sponsoring here and there. Mm. And we decided as a group to to pool all the resources under the umbrella of the foundation. Mm. Okay, because that gives us more resources, means we can do bigger, better things. Absolutely. Now, recently, because of what has happened, we have, in fact, since about a year ago, mm-hmm. we've realised that they have social problems, social needs in Malta have been growing. Mm. You know, it's often ironic that when the economy is strong, when a lot of people are doing very well, mm. the wealth gap widens, and some people are literally left out. Mm. Especially, this was especially due to the increase in rents. So we've been focusing there. And over the last few years, we've realized that people actually even can't, could do with food. They actually need food mm. to help them. The, 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 you know, the, you can't get much more basic than that. It's no. food and roof on your head. Four years ago, together, we had an, an idea. We, it was our initiative to set up Dar Papa Francisco. Mm. This we do together with, with Caritas Malta and the ministry, the government ministry for social solidarity and family affairs. Together, it's, it's a triumvirate. I think it's the first ever church, government, private project. Going. Right, okay. And this large house in, in Santa Venera mm-hmm. um, provides meals. There's a soup kitchen, provides meals for some 80 people every day. And then there's also a night shelter upstairs where mm. it's, it's, a, it's not a long-term night shelter, you know, where people literally can spend mm. the night, spend a few days until they're yeah. sorted. Mm. Food bank was set up again three or four years ago by, by the Reverend Kim at St. Andrew's Church in Valletta. Mm-hmm. They started off literally, you know, helping people here and there. Today, they distribute some, some I think it's about almost 400 packages, mm. boxes of food a week. Right, okay. So it's grown incredibly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's frightening almost. And we are mm. one of the main, main contributors there. We're an official sponsor. Mm-hmm. And there are other things, you know, there are various uh, smaller places like the Millennium Chapel. Father Hillary does a very good job there. San Jean Antide Foundation. Mm-hmm. Little Sisters of the Poor. We help, but mainly with food. I mean, food is who we are. It's what yeah. we're about. I was going to say, you that's know, been... Food that distributors is... for over 100 years. Yeah. And we also have a number of restaurants, so let's say we're good at, we're good at food. <laughs> let's just say you are. Of course you are. And all of that, which you actually set up and have already been running, and, and a very sophisticated project it is too, and it runs very well. And now we find ourselves in an extraordinary position. How have you adapted to that? Well, okay, we, we said, right, so we need people needed meals in the good times, mm-hmm. if you like, let alone now, mm. when everything seems to be almost collapsing around us, you know. I had, I had a meeting with the Minister of Health initially, and we thought we could help with supporting the, the frontline workers at the, at the hospital and whatever. Mm. And then we said, listen, the last, he said, we're getting lots of food, too much food, we're giving away food. But yes, there, is a, there, is, there will be a need in society for Maltese people, for a lot of third-party nationals. Mm-hmm who have literally you know, found themselves 
you know, with the clothes they stand in, really. Yeah. And yeah. so we set out, we set up, and we said, right, we've got empty restaurants, we've got idle chefs, mm-hmm. so let's set up a, a big kitchen, which we can then produce lots of meals a day. Mm. We needed, and we did this at Vecchia Napoli, our restaurant at Vecchia Napoli, mm-hmm. in Salini. So what we did, we set up, as the Alfred Mitzi Foundation, set up Solidarity Meals, mm-hmm. which is supported by Kitchen Concepts through Vecchia Napoli, and also by Alf Mitzi and Sons Marketing, which right. is the food distributor within the group. Yeah. Okay, and we set up, but then we needed, we didn't know we have to reach out to these people. Mm. So we spoke once again with our trusted friends and, and collaborators, uh, Caritas. Mm-hmm. And they acting together with other church institutions, if you like, and to the parishes have set up an excellent network. Mm. So what happens? We, we, we produce so many meals a day. These are delivered daily to four hubs around the island mm-hmm. from the volunteers. And mm-hmm. these are, you know, incredible people. Volunteers go there. They pick up so many meals and they have to deliver. You know, they, they know who they deliver to every day. Mm. And every day they literally leave the a packet, ring the doorbell, leave the package on the doorstep and it's taken because obviously a lot of people can't come out. And even if they could, the last thing we want is people queuing up. Of course, yes. You know? No, quite. Um, so that is how Social Solidarity Meals is, is working at the moment. Yeah, it's an incredible project or initiative. How many meals a day are you providing? Well, we started off with 225, I think, on our first day. Mm. Two weeks later, we're hitting our 500 meals a day mark now. Right, okay. That's just within two weeks. And this is after even vetting, because you have to be careful. You know, the, yes, of you course. Have to, there has to be a, 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 an element of vetting, otherwise people can take advantage mm-hmm. to the detriment of people who really need it. Absolutely. Um, that is a very finely tuned project you're going on there, from the creation of the meal, which happens in your kitchen, right mm-hmm. through to the delivery. How many people are, how many people are involved in all of this, volunteers and chefs together? Oh, wow. Um, I'm, on our on our, on our at our end, it's, um, uh, it's a team of chefs, okay? Mm. We have about 10 who, who alternate. Mm-hmm. And our managers there as well. And we have two delivery men yeah. who are provided by Afmitsi and Sons. Mm-hmm. And they take the food daily. Uh, it's fresh food we produce. There's nothing ever frozen, you know. We would just produce these meals every day. Mm-hmm. They're beautifully packed um, and labelled with, with allergens too and with, with the basic ingredients mm-hmm. and, how, and uh, heating instructions you yeah know? so it's 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 good but the volunteers i have no idea i've never asked actually but there must be many there must There's be albert many. Vassallo from caritas who's doing an incredible job at coordinating all this i mm. mean the guy's incredible yeah but there must be many there must be many i'd say i'd say there must be at least 50 yeah at least sure, at least yeah. there could be 100 for all I know. <laughs> it's it's an incredible time it's extraordinary time as we said but we're showing the true human heart is coming through in all of this, and we're seeing it across all sorts of projects and yeah. initiatives, and this is exactly one of those. Yeah. In the packages, Julian, what, what yes. can a family expect? What are they opening? What do they find inside? Oh, well, they get, well, right, so they get a, a, a warm meal every day. Mm. So they'll need to warm it up again, you know, or, or mm. eat it slightly. But the meals, we, we balance the meals. There mm. must be good, it's good eating. Yeah. Because apart from filling People, you know, people eating because because obviously one has to when one's hungry one needs one has to eat. It's mm. also okay that people t- get the right nutrients and proteins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's always a very well balanced meal because people have to keep strong, especially if they're affected by absolutely by COVID or whatever. God, mm. you know, help us. People have to keep strong. Exactly. So yeah. it could be chicken today. Then the next day it could be uh, a pasta, and the after that it could be beef, and mm-hmm. then it's fish, and then it's a, a vegetable pie. Mm. So you know, we we try to ch- we change all the time. There's a a menu which which I think rotates every two weeks. Mm. And they also provide bread, 
and fruit every day. Wonderful. Yes. With the meal. And many days, luckily, we, we provided with yogurts mm. and uh, fresh, good, very good quality juices. You know, we, we, at Christmas time, we had pastries and Easter eggs given to us by our kids as well. So everybody got some sweets too. Yeah, lovely. We, you know, we can go, we can push this up. We reckon to about a thousand meals a day. Yeah. From where we're operating at the moment. Mm-hmm. And we think we can sustain this for a couple of months, mm-hmm. possibly more. Mm-hmm. We've never had to ask for help or whatever. And we're not, I'm not really asking. But if anybody would like to support, especially when it comes to fresh goods, like mm. fresh vegetables, and, and as I mentioned, yogurts again, and, mm. and, and bread, um, then we'd, be, we'd welcome them. Because what we, get, what we manage to get and don't have to buy, it means that we can, we can stretch the service longer. We don't know how, how long this is going to take. You know? Yeah, of course. Um, however, having said that, uh, when I had spoken to the minister, Mr. Fern, he said that, you know, if and when we needed it, he would see that it was government would, would support us in this as well. Yeah, no, I think that's remarkable. And like you say, you're doing 500 a day at the moment, so you can go up to 1,000 mm-hmm. and sustain for quite some time. Who yes. who are these people? How do we identify these people? Can can I identify someone who needs your service? Possibly. Mm. I mean, but you'd have to know the person well, because you wouldn't notice. Yeah. I mean, even at our at the soup kitchen and night shelter, which we've been running, mm. which was set up four years ago. Yeah. You know, there are people that you would, if you saw them in the streets, you wouldn't imagine that they'd need a sort of, that's, yeah. you know, it's a sort of help. What sort of people? I mean, I can tell as well because we get some calls for help requests mm. directly on our, on our Facebook page or on our mm. website. Um, and you get single mothers, you know, with, with two or three children and say, listen, we've just got 40, 40 euros left in our purse yeah. to see us through to the end of the month. Yeah. You have elderly people who can't go out and are possibly too old even to prepare the, their meals properly. Mm. You get people with, with mental problems, you know, um, and then but then you also get there's a growing number. And this is what what is what is sad, so sad and scary of, of people who until a few weeks ago held a job properly or had their mm. business, which has now collapsed and they have debt. You know, so mm. it's it, it's not a pretty situation no, out there. However, I've... as you said, you know, it's incredible how many people so many people are doing so much. Yeah. I mean, our the health from the health point of view, our the health workers, the hospitals, I mean, mm. are doing an incredible job. I think you know. I, I think I think everybody is worried, but everybody feels safe at the same time. Yeah, no, very well put. Um, mm-hmm. Where do we, um, Julian? Where do we go to um, pledge support or put you in touch? What's can you read well, out your I web do, address and your Facebook page? Yes. Yeah. Well, ideally, you can go to our Facebook page the Alfred Mitzi Foundation website or the Alfred Mitzi Foundation Facebook page mm-hmm. or send up, you know, a private message through there, whatever. Yeah. And um, when we get requests within 24, latest 48 hours, people start to receive help. Yeah. Okay. That's you great. Know. And I think, um, in fact, Mark and I were talking about this the other day. I think some people feel not em- embarrassed, but, you know, they've never found themselves in this position before. Absolutely. And they but don't know how to handle it. But they must feel safe, and that's really part of what you're doing. I think the fact that we're delivering, that Caritas are delivering, mm. helps a lot because you don't have to stand up in a queue yes. in some parish hall where, you know, even go in and out of a soup where yeah. people can see you. Yes. Literally, you know, it's dropped behind your door. It could be, it could be totally anonymous because yeah. the, the volunteer drops off the, 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 the package, mm-hmm. rings your doorbell, and that's it. And that's it. So you can remain totally anonymous, you know, and... and as you say, people, yes, who feel embarrassed, who feel... It's not, you know, of course, mm. it's, it's very tough. One understands these things. It's, it's, yes, of course, yeah. I don't think anyone can imagine it unless they've actually been in that position, what it must feel like. Yeah, um, absolutely. Julian, thank you so much 
for sharing. Well, I must say thank you very much to you folks, and it, <laughs> you know, all the media have been great because you know it's 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 it brings it takes our. It's so important that the message gets across. That mm, listen, yeah. solidarity means is there. Yeah, it can bring you food, can help you. Mm-hmm. You know, you have something less to worry about, and also hopefully, you know, people will will stand up and contribute if they can and how they can. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. well put. And all help is is welcome. Thank you of so course. much. Thank you, Julian, and goodbye. Bye bye. To find out more, visit the Alfred Mitzi Foundation on Facebook. You've been listening to the Temple Magazine podcast. Find us on Facebook or visit us at templemagazines.com. And here's our disclaimer. Temple Magazine will not be held responsible for any omissions or errors in its podcasts. Temple's podcasts are produced purely for entertainment purposes. Views and opinions are that of our own or that of our guests. Thank you to Airport Impressions for the use of their song Berlin as used at the beginning of this podcast.